is like you, maker of heaven, Lord of the land, and Lord of the sea, holy and true, faithful and able, Lord of all time and eternity. for all that he has done in our lives as we have stayed in his presence father we praise you we thank you oh glory to the name of jesus thank you thank you father for your goodness thank you for revealing yourself to us lord in ways we have never seen you before thank you for taking away the veil thank you for your impartation into our spirit into our lives this has been more than talk lord we have experienced you in this class we have seen the glory of your character the glory of your name blessed be the name of the lord father we thank you let your name alone be glorified lord as you bring this word to our spirits we want to ask that lord this word will profit us and profit your purpose in the name of jesus you are speaking to us about christ-like leaders who know their god they are possessed by your spirit and they are driven by a deep understanding of divine priorities to harvest the nations and to reproduce their kind on the earth. Raise us, Father, to be such men and women in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And all of God's people said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I would like to read uh, two passages of Scripture. And I just want to share with you briefly on what I call the people that do know their God. The people that do know their God. That has been our focus all through this week. Pursuing the knowledge of God. Pursuing a revelation of who God is. Not in theoretical terms. I said not in theoretical terms, but in an experiential encounter with the Lord as we have sought him throughout this week. And uh, I want to thank God and trust that you, your life is never the same again. Do I have a witness like that in this place? Yes. Change lives, praise God. Hallelujah. So um, let's go to Daniel chapter 11. Daniel chapter 11. We will not read um, the entire chapter. That will be too long now. But I want to read from verse 28. Daniel 11 from 28 it says then shall he return into his land with great riches and his heart shall be against the holy covenant and he shall do exploits i'm reading the king james version um, and return to his own land just to give you an idea of the context um, bible scholars believe that this is talking about the antichrist you can take time to study it further so um, he will return into his own land with great riches. His heart shall be against the holy covenant and he shall do exploits and return to his own land. And then you can read it down, but come down to verse 32 and look at verse 32. And such as do wickedly against the covenant, what will happen to them? He will corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. The people that do know their God, they shall be strong 
and they shall do exploits. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, let's begin with this scripture. In this scripture, we hear that this evil entity is going to return and is going to do exploits. And both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, you have this picture of an Antichrist who does exploits. In fact, he does so much exploits that the Bible says he will even make war against the saints. And for a limited time, he will be allowed to prevail against them. Then if you now look, and all of this, um, all of this is part of the vision that Daniel saw, the vision of the end times, the vision of the conclusion of the purposes of God that was granted to Daniel. So if you look in verse 32, speaking about the Antichrist, he said, such as do wickedly against the covenant. So there will be people that have a covenant, they have a covenant with God, but then they begin to do wickedly against the covenant. You see, you cannot do wickedly against a covenant that does not exist, that you do not have. So such as do wickedly against the covenant, shall he corrupt, how will he corrupt them? By flattery. It's a sad situation that flattery is multiplied in the church today. A lot of people are being corrupted by flattery. What is flattery? Flattery is unwarranted compliment. Flattery is statements that are not true, meant to puff off people, usually for advantage. You are saying something that is not true, and people like it, they feel good about it, but you know it's not true, and oftentimes they themselves also know that it is not true. That is flattery. Flattery is a dangerous thing, and it is sad that flattery has settled in the congregations of God. Instead of telling the people of God the truth, there is a whole lot of flattery that is going on. You will not flatter people in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, I don't know, Elihu said, I don't know how to give flattering titles to people. He said, in so doing, my maker will soon take me away. In the book of Proverbs, he said, anybody who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. Anytime that somebody is flattering you, they are spreading a net for your feet. So imagine a pastor flattering the congregation from the pulpit. Instead of telling them the truth of God's word, he's spreading a net for their feet. And that's a dangerous thing. So there will be a lot of corruption by flattery. Flattery that will not confront people with what the word of God says concerning them. Flattery that deviates the truth for advantage. Do you know you can flatter people before you collect an offering? To make them feel good so that they give. You puff up their head, you pop up their puff up their heads, and you make them, you know, an exaggerated sense of their own importance. And then you put in your sickle <laughs> to gather your harvest that you have prepared them for. This is a mark of the Antichrist spirit, and it should not be found in God's people in Jesus' name. But the people, the Bible says, while that corruption is going on, the people that do know their God. So you see, the other people who are being corrupted by flattery, they also have God. And they have a covenant. But they are not following the covenant. They are doing wickedly against the covenant. But the Bible now says, but there will be another people that do know their God. And they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. 
the people that do know their God. So you see, this scripture is not talking about having God. It's talking about knowing the one that you have. Having and knowing are two different things. I said having and knowing are two different things. You can have and not know. And the scriptures are warning us here that the people that will be strong, that's the first part of the word there, they will be strong. Strength is a function of the knowledge and the revelation of who God is. In the book of Colossians chapter 1, he, he, he spoke about you will be strengthened with all might. Even before that, he said, I'm praying for you that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding so that you may walk worthy of the Lord, uh, fully pleasing him, rather being fruitful in every good work, increasing. Let's go to Colossians chapter 1. Increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might. That is Colossians 1 from verse 10. So he's praying for them. The prayer started in verse 9. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and then doing what? Increasing in the knowledge of God. Have you seen verse 11 now? Strengthened. Increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all what? With all might. According to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joy. So, note the connection between strength and the knowledge of God. That's what I was trying to point out to you. Increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might. Increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might. The people that do know their God shall be strong. There is strength in the knowledge of Almighty God. You will be strong in the seasons of life. I said, you will be strong in the seasons of life. Amen. Why is that so? Where is the strength coming from? From your knowledge of the God that you have. From your revelation of the God that is on your side. From the revelation of the one that called you. That's how you are not going to faint as you are serving God. Amen. You will face massive obstacles, <laughs> massive challenges. But you will be strong in the seasons of life. Amen. You will not collapse. You will not faint. You will not fall. You will, you will be strong. The things that knock down people will come at you. But you will still be standing. And having done all, you will still be standing. Why is that so? Because you, you know... Come and hear what Paul said. I know him. He said, nevertheless, I am not, I'm not harassed. I am not troubled. See, because I, he said, this person has forsaken me. That person has gone away. This has happened. But I am still here because I know him whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he's able to keep what I have committed to him until that final day. The knowledge of God will impart strength into you in the midst of the storms of life. The people that do know their God, they shall be strong. They shall be strong. It's not the people that do sing in the choir or the people that do go to church or the people that do have churches or the people that do read their Bibles. All of those things are good, but if they don't bring you to a revelation of Jehovah, there will be no strength. The people that do know their God, they shall be strong and they 
will do exploits. They will do exploits. They will be strong. Glory to the Son of God. I said glory to the Son of Almighty God. Amen. They will be strong and then look at that last part. They will do exploits. So note, the Antichrist is doing exploits. Do you know, I said to people, I said, we live in an age of bilateral exploits. Both the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness are doing exploits. So imagine that you are living in an age of exploits, but you are not doing exploits. What will happen to you? <laughs> you will be exploited. <laughs> Satan and his crowd, they are doing exploits. They are doing exploits in the media. They are doing exploits. Look at the corruption. You don't need to look far to see the results of satanic exploits in our generation. So if the kingdom of darkness is doing such exploits, and you are a part of the kingdom of light, and then you yourself, you are not doing exploits, you will be exploited. Because Satan is going to exploit your lukewarmness and exploit your coldness to impose his own reality on your life. But that will not be your case in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That is why the revelation of God has come into your spirit. What will this exploit look like? Some versions said, let me read you how um, uh, the Amplified Translation puts it. One version said they will be strong and take action. Huh? The Amplified says they will prove themselves strong and shall stand firm and do exploits for God. They will do exploits for God. They will prove themselves strong. They will stand firm. You will stand in the path of righteousness and walk in that path. You will stand for the truth in a compromising generation. You will stand. Having done all, you will still be standing. You will stand firm. This version said they will take action. They will be strong and they will take action. Brothers and sisters, leaders, servants of God, I want you to know that action is required in several kingdom matters. Not just talk. Action. It is by taking action that you do exploit. Nobody ever did exploits by doing nothing. I said nobody ever did exploits by doing nothing. And I want to thank God that it's impossible for you to leave from this training and do nothing. It's impossible. <laughs> Listen, even if you didn't want to do something, something has entered into you that will make you do something. You will not forget the words you are hearing. It's impossible. Even when you would like to keep quiet, something will be you. You, you just say it will just be inside your spirit. You just the Then there will be an outburst. If since you didn't want to let the river flow, the dams will burst. Amen. Hallelujah to the Son of God. I said, though if you don't want to allow the river to flow. We are commanding the dams to burst. Amen. Let there be a bursting of the dams. Amen. Releasing the river from the heart of God's people. In the name of Jesus Christ. Tell hallelujah. Pi, 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 hallelujah. <laughs> Whoa, hallelujah. That is the next dimension. And because it's the, people, the world is thirsty. The ground is dry. And you are carrying the river inside. And then you don't do anything. 
The matter is beyond you now. The matter is beyond you. You, are, you have entered radioactive zone. <laughs> you are, it was better that you didn't hear these teachings. <laughs> now that you have heard them, they have taken hold of you. Amen. And they will not let go yes. until the purpose of God is accomplished in and through your life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The people that do know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. You will be strong. You will do exploits. I said you will be strong. You will do exploits. You will bring souls to Christ. You will turn people from darkness to light. You will break the chains of Satan over people. You will lay your hands on the sick. They will recover. You will cast out devils. You will resist the devil. You will bring light into the darkness. You will be strong. You will do exploits. You will carry the life of God. You will carry the power of God. You will invade the darkness with the light of the gospel. Those that have never heard of Christ, they will hear of him through you. You will be strong. You will do exploits in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not only shine, you will kindle other fires. I said your life will kindle other fires. Your life will ignite other lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will start a revolution, a movement, a movement will be born through your life. You will do exploits. You will make disciples that will make other disciples, that will make more disciples in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Something will happen when you arrive because the revelation of God has entered into your spirit. Rise up on your feet and begin to worship the Lord. Lord of the land and Lord of the sea.